podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And uh, you probably already realized this, but Shelby is gone this week. So I am taking over the podcast. And to help me talk about all things pop culture, I brought in former podcast guest, Vasilia Kazi. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Shelby has told me that she does not have coronavirus. She has some other kind of sickness. So she's gone. And I'm thinking that maybe she is faking this illness just to get out of talking about Quibi. But, you know, to each their own, I guess. She has. She probably has uh, saved a lot of time in her life that we won't <laughs> get back. <laughs> yeah. So how are you doing with the coronavirus? Like, what have you been up to? Anything exciting going on in your life? Oh, everything exciting. Um, luckily enough, I'm able to work from home. I work for an advertising agency. Um, but you know, some days have been more busy than others. Some days I'm on my laptop all day. I had to buy blue light glasses, which is, you know, my entire new personality now is that I wear glasses during the daytime. <laughs> um, <laughs> and other days, uh, I don't do anything and I just watch the Real Housewives literally from dawn to dusk. So that's kind of what I've been up to. Um, like everyone else, no sleep schedule, found myself scrolling. I f- I'm playing a new game on my phone. Oh, what um, game? It, it is called, I think it's called Spiral Roll or something like that. <laughs> it is like long things of wood, like it, fallen trees, essentially. <laughs> and then you have like a scraper or a saw, depending on what level you're on, of course. Um, and you just kind of hold it down and it kind of vibrates and you scrape the wood and it's very satisfying, but I'm <laughs> still not really sure what the motive is. Like I'm a level 150 and like, I have, I feel like I've done the same thing for 150 levels. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, to each their own, I broke out the old Nintendo 64, you know, you gotta, you gotta get through. You're also, I'm um, a prolific TikToker. I feel like you're, you're on the oh, rise to stardom there. Thank you. I actually did find this game through a TikTok ad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's one of those things where tiktok was the ad like i got this ad on tiktok and now every about 40 per 45 seconds that i play the game there's like a minute of advertisements mm-hmm. um so yeah i love tiktok i've been loving learning the dances i did get cyber bullied by a middle schooler yes so that was a little rough for me <laughs> but it's been great The middle schoolers hate that we're there. They're like, get these millennials off. And they are, you know, willing to do whatever it takes to uh, discredit us. Matt, what what I respect about your TikToks is like you come up with these like real ideas. And, you know, I'm still not letting that part of me die. That kind of like hopes that something's going to go viral. and I can just become (laughs) like a lifestyle influencer. That's not really my... It's not my IRL vibe, but I'm also like, if someone kind of discovered me, and by someone I do mean the middle schoolers of TikTok, and like asked me to become like a, a like a TikTok dance star, I would not say no. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I feel like we're all sort of doing it. Like, oh, it's a joke. Oh, it's to kill time. But at the same time, if Ellen DeGeneres called me up and was like, um, come on the show because your TikTok has millions of viewers and also you can, you know, launch a lip balm line, I would 100% yes. be there in a second. Would that be your line of choice? Like if you got a little bit famous for five minutes, would lip balm be your choice? Uh, I mean, probably not because I don't really use lip balm that much. This is a good question, though, for me to be thinking about is like, what would my, yeah, I, what would my line Especially be? like in these times, you have to think like, you know, you... If given the opportunity to have kind of a flash line in a moment of flash fame, like, 
now that I think about it, the less frivolous, probably the better. Yes, that's um, a good. So maybe like um like a line of forks or something. Yeah, or like like oh, I got my vi- my dance went viral on TikTok. Like here's my natural deodorant. <laughs> You yeah, know? <laughs> except for natural deodorants don't work. So, I mean, if you can no, come it's, up with it, one No, they don't. Functions. I've been trying to transition. You can always tell who's trying to transition because they just got a little bit of, like, stink on them, which is yes. a rough go, I think. Um, yeah. Well, should we get into talking about all of the pop culture news that's going on? I feel like oh you my know, God, you're prepared for this. I wouldn't want to have all of your preparation go to waste. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, are you going to go first or am I? Um, I'll let you go first. What is your like story that you just feel like you need to get it off your chest? You have things to say. I have um, things to say. It's a saga we've all been following for a long time. Um, the USC Olivia Jade drama. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, a bunch of, I mean, everyone knows at this point, but a bunch of celebrities and rich people got in trouble because they were buying their kids ways into um, USC and other colleges. I personally was a yeah, subscriber of Olivia Jade's YouTube channel. So For it was prior we did to take this? A, prior to her. Oh my god, of course. Yes. Oh my god. She was a famous YouTuber, Matt. Um, and the funniest thing was is all the real ones know, like when Olivia Jade got busted, like nobody was surprised because she literally said eight times in the like there's compilations now on of it on YouTube, but she literally said like fifty times. She's like, I don't want to go to college, but like my parents are making me go. <laughs> And then we're like, it's like USC is kind of a hard school if you don't feel like going to college. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so this week, um, TMZ got access to the photos of her and her sister on the rowers. Yes, um, I saw these. Yeah, so basically as part of their um, application, their fake application process, they had to submit these pictures of them rowing. And I assumed it was like these Photoshop, the way the media made it, out to be we thought there were gonna be these like fake photoshopped photos of like olivia jay like being able to cox in on like a yes. um on like a rowboat like ahead of the charles like her photoshopped in um but no it was literally her and her sister doing like orange theory ass workouts like <laughs> in their like home gym like her it just you could tell like i listen i go to otf and i am not a good rower and Olivia Jade would be like right next to me at OTF, like also needing like the extra like push from the instructor. <laughs> so to then get accepted into like a D1 like rowing college is um it's unsurprising that she paid her way in. So that's my big news. I was also confused because I clicked on these links as well that were going around, like, here's the photos, and I wanted to see, you know, like the bad Photoshop jobs. And yeah. and they weren't even on an actual boat. I feel like if you're going no, to college like for I, rowing, you should have at least one photo of you, like, on a on rowing a real boat. boat, not just It's not in like I would gym. go to college for track and field, and they would have me running on the treadmill, yes. like, in my, like, in my basement. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, truly. I mean, it was, and then they blurred out their faces. I was like, we all know what they look like. <laughs> yeah. They're influencers. Like. <laughs> and Olivia Jade's back. Have you been following her post, uh, post Varsity Blues? Of course, of course I have been. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, Matt, but I am an avid member of Facebook groups. <laughs> yes, um, I did know this. Yeah, so I am in a YouTube Facebook group. Um, and people, I mean, the news is constant of Olivia. And what, anytime she does something, it's almost like I get a notification on my phone. Um, so I've been keeping up. Okay, so I have another news story to discuss. <clears throat> um, have you been following the Cheetah Girls drama that's been going on online? Matt, I wish we could loop my sister into this. <laughs> my sister has been, I, 
if God forbid she listens to this, she sent me upwards of 40 links about this and I have not explored. So please fill me in. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I awoke, I can't remember what morning this was, to like a to link on Twitter talking about how there was Cheetah Girl drama about like a possible Cheetah Girl reunion. And I was like, oh, well, I got to check this out. And then I proceeded to watch a full recording of an Instagram live video between Raven yep. and this other Cheetah Girls named Keely Williams, who I think is probably the yes, least of famous of the Cheetah no, Girls. No, I think she's the second least famous. Okay. Well, because Raven... it's Raven and then it's Adrian the Flamingo Balon. Yes. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that I, yeah. So, anyways, it's Keely and Raven, and apparently they have. They had some kind of beef and they decided that the best way to like squash their beef was to go on an Instagram live together. Like not not like a call that's just the two of them, but like, let's open this up to the audience, shall we? So they're yeah. they're sort of talking about their past a little bit and how they're trying to like get over it. How um, like Raven felt like she was ostracized from the group, Dream Cheetah Girls <laughs> 2, and so became friends with this other person who was on set and then didn't come back for the third movie famously which I think we all just kind of assumed was because they weren't paying her enough money or something, but... Yeah, we we said, you know, Raven is first name on a first name basis. Yes. She doesn't need the Cheetah Girls 3. She doesn't need a third of a movie. Yes. Well, apparently it was actually because there was beef between Raven and the other three Cheetah Girls. But so, <laughs> so Raven and Keeley, you know, squash their beef, and then Raven goes, well, now you need to squash your beef with Adrian. And Keely's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen because Adrian, when my dad died, didn't call me and also didn't come to the funeral, which I feel like is big, like, uh, like drama <laughs> news. And so then they were just debating on whether or not Keely should call Adrian. And Keely decided, no, that she's not. And so there's not going to be a Cheetah Girls reunion. Did she say if she was open to Ke- uh, if Adrian called her, if she'd be open to talking? Did they you discuss know- that? I don't know. It it she okay. seemed very upset about it at the time. Um, and, and then the most interesting thing that I thought was that then toward the end of the call, Keely's like, "Oh, well, in the third movie, would have done better if Raven was in it." And we're like, "Obviously, that makes sense." And she says, "When when it came out, the people who were in charge of it were telling the three Cheetah Girls who were in the movie that it had nothing to do with Raven, that it didn't." open well but it had to do because it was up against the olympics at the time and she was like clearly that is a lie <laughs> which i was yeah, just I mean, laughing listen, like there's <laughs> no who was trying to pass off that as an actual theory no way i'm, I'm trying to remember i'm assuming that i did see cheetah girls 3 now i'm i'm looking at the um looking at the poster and i'm trying to remember but um well apparently wow. cheetah girls 3 took place in india which this was also a point of contention because raven apparently has a house decorated like india and she was upset <laughs> that she did not get to go and be in the third movie that was filming in india oh my god so i don't know i i don't i think i maybe only saw the first one because I don't remember. Oh, the... I def- you didn't see Amigas Cheetahs Friends <laughs> for Life when they went to they went to Barcelona. Here's the thing: I definitely did not see that movie, but I have heard that song probably because it was airing on Disney Channel like during every commercial yeah. break for six months. Oh, here it is. Yeah, the Cheetah Girls One World, and there they are dressed in like like garb from India. Cultural appropriation <laughs> at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you have any other stories you want to talk about? 
Oh, this is a more. I saw this online. I saw this on Twitter, so it's not really a. It's not really rel. It's an older story, but you know, speaking of in the Disney Channel um, realm, that the Wizards of Waverly Place dad is kind of a freak. No, I did not know this. Tell me. <laughs> so the guy who plays the father on Wizards of Waverly Place is apparently like has his nudes leaked. That doesn't. I mean, that doesn't make you a freak. But then he is. People are DMing him about it, and he is responding. <laughs> In a sexual manner, the DMs. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like a half story. That's How? kind of an FYI. If you ever had a thing for the dad in <laughs> Wizards of Waverly Place, and you're and you're open to him sending you creepy DMs, um, that's more of an FYI to our people out there. <laughs> How old is this man at this? Like I don't know. Forties, fifties? Yeah, forties or fifties. I remember the mother not a good look. more than I remember the father. But he, like, wasn't necessarily a super attractive guy, was he? I don't think so, no. Hmm, this is all very interesting. Um, This is a story I was anxious to get your hot take on. Um, So Carol Baskin apparently has been getting death threats post-Tiger mm-hmm. uh, King. And you did a whole cosplay uh, music video dressed up as Joe Exotic. So I just, one, sure. wanted to get your take on tiger king in general but then also on carol baskin getting death threats yeah so um i would say carol baskin certainly was getting death threats before <laughs> and now they've <laughs> they've escalated i do hope that she has a good security team um you know always on the lookout for her as it comes for joe Ex- exotic who i don't know if you've heard um he was diagnosed with coronavirus oh my gosh he has corona he got yeah he got he was able to leave prison because he has covid oh my god um, r.i.p i mean i guess he's not R.I.P. Dead well yes he's not dead um but yeah so my opinion of joe exotic is this an icon certainly but do i think he didn't do i think he doesn't deserve to be in prison no i'm not i have a brain on me i watched the documentary i i did the follow-up read there's no doubt about it this man was uh causing a lot of harm to a lot of people to me <laughs> he, he caused a lot worse harm and to me the most traumatic thing you could do to me is look at that Walmart meat truck. Yes. That's the part of the entire story. Like, he was straight up, like, coaxing young men into, like, sleeping with him for meth. Like, he was doing a lot of really messed up stuff. And to me, that image of having to eat off that Walmart food truck is, like, the be-all, end-all of what it means to be, like, the my worst nightmare. Well, And um, he was selling the meat to people who were coming to the park. Like, can you imagine? Going I wish to the I zoo never saw that part. And getting like a chicken wing, and then realizing later, so, oh, that it's like a seven-month-old like chicken thing that's been on a meat truck. Are you a picky eater? I mean, not particularly, but eating spoiled meat is not a thing that I want to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I like as a picky. I mean, I'm. I would call myself a reformed picky eater. I, as a child, there was a lot I didn't eat. I knew what I liked, and I ate that. And pizza, I'll be honest with you, has always been on my safe list. Mm-hmm. But, like, as someone who, as a child, was, like, kind of creeped out by eating things that I didn't know where they came from, this is, like, the worst of it for me. Like, the idea of showing up to the zoo and my mom being like, let's get lunch here, and me already being like, eh. <laughs> And then the meat being all funky and old. Oh. I will say this. Non-New York places, you know, you order the pizza, they make the pizza, it comes in a box, you take it home, like, whatever. Everything is pr- is pretty fresh. In New York, there's a lot of this, like, we cook the pizza and then stick it out on, like, a <laughs> tray for a while, and then when you come, we reheat it. 
And I feel like I have always been skeptical of anything that has too many meats on it in that scenario. Like cheese and pepperoni are a go-to in New York, but anything that has more meat on it than that, I'm like, I I need to know that this is fresh. Like if this looks like it's been sitting out and it's like the last piece of something, no, 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 no. I'll just get cheese. Yeah. In my office, people love to be like eating leftovers that get put out like eight hours after they're put out. And it just couldn't be me. I'd rather, I would dare I say, I'd rather pay for my food to buy new food (laughs) instead of eating eight hour old leftovers. (laughs) I have one more. Okay, go for it. It's a week old, this story, but the Caroline Calloway came out with her clapback article. What is she up to now? So she came out came out with her first part of a series of three, I believe, of her clapback article to the one that was uh, published in the cut. Um, mm-hmm. And as promo with it, she released a picture of her boobies, <laughs> bare, her bare. She leaked her own nudes, essentially. Caroline Calloway should meet up with the dad from Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh my gosh! They got some freaky heaven, freak right. going on. She pinned it on Twitter, first of all. I couldn't believe no, none of my friends texted me about it. I felt like, I do I have real friends out there? I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, and I just am scrolling through Twitter, and I see someone like, oh, I didn't expect to see Caroline Calloway, like, with her boobs out, you know? And I couldn't believe it either. I clicked on it, and I thought, surely something happened. She got hacked. No, she posted it as promo. That is um, a, um, that is a, a strange PR move, I think. It, I agree. I mean, she looked good, but like, <laughs> it was, it was, it was puzzling that like for that to accompany her first like big published writing piece. I was like, hmm. you know, yeah. if you can't get them with the the writing, you know, you might as well, I guess, use what you got. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to try that with some podcast promotion. See if it, you know, bumps our numbers <laughs> at all. Doubtful. Um. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a lot of pop culture news. So let's switch into love it or hate it. Voss, what have you been watching, reading recently in, you know, your quarantine that you have loved or really hated? Easy. Past six days, I I binged the entire most recent season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay. Um, And let me just say love is an understatement. (laughs) I would... 50 out of 10 recommend um if you've ever i had taken a couple seasons off in between this season and the, the one that i most recently also you know been watching consistently and um teresa judice is a reality tv icon mm-hmm. um, are you a real housewives person at all matt you know i know who she is and i've seen a couple episodes but i don't follow it religiously great she's i have nothing but love for her i say this in the kindest way possible She's one of the dumbest people I've ever seen, like, interact <laughs> with the world. Like, everything somebody tells her, she's a grown woman, and literally anything somebody tells her, she, like, looks at them and goes, oh, and just <laughs> listens and forms her opinions based on what everybody else is telling her. And it's, it is a great, great, great season um, full of laughs and big drama. And I think it actually escapes one of the pitfalls of some uh real housewife seasons in the past where something happens big in the beginning of the season and then for 16 episodes they talk about the same event mm-hmm. every episode um i thought a lot happened throughout this and every like three episodes there was like a new big storyline so what, what shout is, out to the most recent season what is the like most interesting storyline of the season uh, you know the, the i would say the 
I don't know if it would be the most interesting. The biggest storyline is that Danielle Staub, who is a former housewife and probably America's antagonist, mm-hmm. um, is friends with Teresa for episode, and they go to this like boutique on Long Island, and <laughs> and um, they all get really drunk, and somebody pours water on Danielle's head because she uh like got really close to her, and then Danielle pulls her hair on the way out, and the girl <laughs> says that she got whiplash um and it is revealed i mean spoiler alert if you are in the middle of watching this season um it is revealed in the final two episodes that actually um the man who owned the boutique had encouraged danielle to do that and then um Teresa agreed so Teresa was um conspiring against the other girl as well but Teresa says she was just really drunk and she was kind of not in her right mind because her husband was in um ice <laughs> 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 this this does seem good. You know what? I'm maybe I'll yeah. uh, I and I got nothing but time. So yeah, you got nothing but time. Up. And also, um, it's worth it just to watch her say daughters. She's always like, and I got four daughter daughters. <laughs> <laughs> and literally every time my mom and I are literally sobbing with laughter. D o r t o r. So it's a whole family affair watching this. Oh, it's me, and my mom, and um, my dad will kind of get roped in <laughs> once in a blue moon and just like talks it says the whole time he just like talks bad about their plastic surgery <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's my mom's go-to in like most movies and tv show is to talk about men who dye their hair or women who have plastic surgery that's like her two favorite yes. uh, touch points. it's like that's not his natural hair color um so what i've been binging recently is the show hunters which I think, which is on Amazon. I don't know if you've seen As it. As you know, I it. told you, my, I have not seen it, but my friend from high school is in it. Yes, that's right. Your friend from high school. Um, who plays like Logan Lerman's friend. Logan Lerman in, and Al Pacino are part of like a Nazi hunting gang in the 70s. Um, and Logan Lerman's two friends in the show's nicknames are Cheeks and Booty Hole. And so it is sort of awkward that the entire time <laughs> One of them <laughs> dies midway through the season, and so oh which God, isn't spoiler. that big of a spoiler, um, because he's sort of a, a like a side character. But so then they have to keep talking about how Booty died in like a very um, you know <laughs> sad way, and it's really Listen, just my Booty died in Corona too. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, it's just like you know this is taking some of the uh, seriousness out of this when we're having a conversation with Cheeks about how Booty Hole died. Um, but yeah, it's, so it's set in the seventies and Al Pacino is a, um, concentration camp survivor. And he like ring, like rounds up this group of all kinds of different people, um, to just hunt all of these Nazis who are trying to like set up shop in the U S and it's Mm -hmm. very fast paced and has so much action because the Nazi hunters are trying to find the Nazis and kill them. Meanwhile, the Nazis are trying to find the Nazi hunters and kill them. And then also, there's a woman who works for, I think, the CIA or the FBI or something, who's, like, following these murders that are just happening around the country and trying to piece together what is happening. So it's a real, like, cat and mouse game. And I got totally sucked in and finished the whole thing in, like, a week. It was so good. And the it ends... The last episode has like 75 twists in it. It ends on a huge cliffhanger and I cannot wait for the second season and coronavirus is going to make it like 50 years from now when this comes out. So 
It's upsetting. Also, your friend doesn't die in the season, so he'd probably be that's back. That's exciting for the to hear. Season. Maybe, yeah, that's great to hear. I mean, like I said, I hadn't, uh, I haven't actually seen him in probably six years. So shout <laughs> out. Uh, hope he's doing well. Looks like he is. <laughs> well, when you become a TikTok star, you can reach out to him, and you know, maybe work. Yeah, on a we'll, collab. We'll, re- we'll reconnect. <laughs> you could launch a co-ventured um, uh, natural deodorant line. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Um, well, we will be back. Voss is pulling double duty this week. She'll be back on Thursday oh, yeah. to talk about Quibi, which is a truly <laughs> wild world, and I have so much to say about it. I'm sure you have a million things to say about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be back on <laughs> Thursday. Bye, guys. Bye.